This is part 9 of Jennifer's story. At the end of the last episode, Jennifer had solved a big problem. A problem she had been trying to solve for months. She was finally able to leave her husband and take her two children and herself to safety to Canada. But by doing that, she had opened a whole new can of worms. I got some, he, he was calling me nonstop. He called my phone like 40 times. And then the phone call stopped. I remember going to sleep and I'm waking up the next morning and I checked my email and the courts, I got an email from the court, New Jersey, New Jersey court saying that I abducted the kids. Jennifer was now being accused of abduction of two small children. International abduction because she had taken them from their home in New Jersey to Canada. And that's where we pick up this part of Jennifer's American divorce story. The next day I get an email and the email was dated. Um, so the next day I get the email and the email was saying that I had two hours to appear for this hearing, an emergency hearing for like abducting my kids. And I missed it. I had missed the hearing because um, I didn't, I wasn't expecting an email like that, right? So I got the, the email at two o'clock in the morning saying, I, you know, I, at two, uh, 4 p.m. I should have been at a hearing. So now I'm like freaking out, right? And so they reschedule the hearing and the email says reschedule the hearing for the next day. So I had to like show up to this hearing. And like, it was a Zoom thing. Like he's in Toronto, he hasn't left. He has done this all by being still in Toronto. And I, I find out like information about what's going on, right? Before the Zoom meeting happens. And um, I I call the like the legal, I call the courthouse, I call, you know, legal aid. I don't know if that's what it's called in New Jersey, but it's called that in, in Toronto. But legal aid is like for people who don't have any money to like get help, right? So I call them and I tell them what's happening and they advise me, this is what you need to do. Right? Like you need to write up an affidavit now to explain your situation and what you're doing, right? So, you know, I'm running out of time, right? So I, I have to write this affidavit. And I remember doing this at nighttime. I sit up all night because my, my son also was having an allergic reaction at night. And so he was up, he was, he would wake up on and off. And I'd be working on this thing and taking care of my son, working on this thing and taking care of my son. And I had to write an affidavit of like, you know, I am in an abusive situation. You know, this is the reasons why I left my husband. Like, you know, I am not, like I'm not doing anything legal, but this is my situation. You know, like this is why I, I what I did, right? And that I, like it's custody now. Like this is a custody thing, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm the homemaker. I'm the one who's been taking care of the kids this whole time. He hasn't done anything. And like just kind of explaining to them, you know, why this happened. Um, so I send that in right before the hearing and I go to the hearing now. And in the hearing, the, the judge looks at me and he's like, do you waive your right to an attorney? 
And so I listen to him and I think about it now. And I say, no, I don't waive that right. Because I don't want to proceed. I don't even know what the hell, like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I have no idea. So I'm like, no, I don't waive that right. And then he says, okay, then, then we can't proceed. And, right? Like, we can't proceed with this if you, if you don't waive your rights to an attorney. And then his lawyer goes off. She's like, she's crazy. It's a she too. And she's like, you guys can't postpone this any further. He needs his kids. She took the kids away from him. Whenever there is a court battle involved, when one party does have an attorney and the other party does not have any legal representation, the balance is shifted by default to the party with the attorney. And the attorney in this case was trying to bully Jennifer and the judge to keep Jennifer at a disadvantage. I don't even know what I'm doing at this point, right? Like it's everything's happening so fast, I can't even have time to think. So I didn't even think about having a lawyer. How many I didn't have time to even get a lawyer. So when he says this to me, I'm like, wait, no, I don't wait. If I waive that right, I'm done. Right? Like I don't I can't fight for myself. I don't know the I don't know the law. I don't know anything at this point, right? So then I say, no, I don't waive my right, right? And so then he's like, he's like, okay, well then we can't proceed it. We can't proceed. So his lawyer now, this woman, she's, you know, Caucasian, short brown hair. She looks like a senior citizen, like she, but she's very made up, you know, very like, you know, a type of personality with her, you know, blazer and, you know, but she's very wrinkly. So I guess she's like in her fifties or sixties. I'm not sure. Anyways, she goes crazy. She just all of a sudden she's like, you can't do this. She stole the kids away from him. He needs rights to his kids, blah, blah, blah. She's just going off on him and the judge and the judge is like, he's making faces, right? And he waits until she's done. And he's like, I can't take away her right to have an attorney. It doesn't work that way. And I'm sitting there and I'm making this like confused face. Like why, you know, like why, why are you acting like a bulldog? Like that's what she's acting like a bulldog. And so then uh, they postpone, the, the, the judge looks at me and he's like, how long do you need to get an attorney, right? I don't know, I say I say a week, right? Like, I don't know. He shakes his head, he not, he's like, I'll give you two weeks to get an attorney. And I was like, and thank God he like postponed the hearing. You know, they adjourned, they postponed, whatever. I'm not sure what, what the technical term is, but he did. So then I got two weeks now to go look for uh, a lawyer. Oh my God, I'm in over my head at this point. I don't, I don't have no money. I look into our account. He took everything. He took all of our money. He took the car. Like he, I don't have anything now. Like I'm, I'm with two kids. I'm at my aunt's house and with nothing. Oh my God. The lawyer search was honestly, it was so disheartening. I, um, at the night that hearing was over, I decided to look up the law. I decided to find out what was happening because he used Hague Law. He was using Hague Law to say that I kidnapped my kids and I took them somewhere. Hague Law is a, it's a, some of a few countries are part of this law where if you are, you're where you're supposed to live, your residence. So my residence technically was in New Jersey because I've been here for the last six months and so have the kids. So the kids' residents are in New Jersey. And so they're a resident of New Jersey. They're not a resident of Toronto. Technically, I need to come back to New Jersey. Um, so he used, he tried to use HALOG. I read the law. The law says I have to have a custody order, which we didn't have. We were to be divorced, which we weren't. 
So I didn't break the law. In my mind, I'm like, I read the law. I didn't. I don't have any of these things. We're still technically married. There is no custody order. I didn't break any law. They're my kids. I'm here with them. I decide to stay, right? So I call up all these lawyers, uh, everybody in the county. Everybody said, you're going to lose. You have to come back. You're going to lose. You're going to have to come back. And then finally, I, you know, after a referral to another referral, I, I spoke to this this lawyer in North Jersey. And he listens to my story and he said, you didn't, you didn't do anything wrong. For the first time, I heard that. And, you know, I didn't give up. Oh, yeah, I didn't. After I had spoken to, I don't know, 10, 20 lawyers and everybody said I had to come back and I wasn't going to take that from them. I wasn't until I found the lawyer and the lawyers like, don't worry. Like I told him my whole situation. I told him about my the abuse I was going through. I told him why I had to live in Canada. You know, he's like, I, I live. He lived in North North Jersey and he said, I used I used to live in Michigan and I used to visit Canada all the time. So I understand why, why you want to live there. For Jennifer, finding a lawyer that believed her and believed in her case was only half of the battle. The other half of the battle was to pay for that lawyer. And with her husband having left her with nothing, she needed some type of help. So he understood, I told him everything that happened and he told me, he was like, I'll, okay, I'm not going to charge you like normal. He gave me, a, he, financially he gave me a, a big, huge break, you know. Yeah, he just was like, I understand what you're going through. Because, he, I, yeah, and then when I was, he gave me such, so you said he gave me half the price of what normally, maybe even a third, depending on what lawyer you get, right? A, a third of like the retainer. And when I try to use my credit cards, as in my credit card that was with my, my ex, it wasn't going through. Like I would, I would give him a credit card and he was like, decline. I gave him another credit card. It was decline. He took all my name off of everything. I like, I had nothing at this point. So, um, you know, the lawyer was very understanding and he gave me a huge break. Um, and he showed up at the hearing and the, the hearing that came, the, the next hearing and it played out and my lawyer fought for me. And he said, there's no, there's no custody agreement. There is no divorce. These people are still married. She just chooses to stay there because she has nowhere else to go. And the judge agreed. And he left. The judge was like, yeah, there is nothing. She didn't break any laws. There's no law broken here. Let her stay and we'll continue the custody hearing. Because it's now a custody fight, right? Let her stay in Canada and do it from there. Oh my God, his lawyer went berserk. Yeah, his lawyer went berserk. She was threatening to call the feds, that they were going to go call whatever, whatever, like make it like some big international thing, you know? And the judge was like, go ahead, but you're going to need my, uh, uh, you're going to need, they needed some kind of document or something from this judge in order to do that. That was the state court. He, they wanted to take it to the federal court. Like he, she was going to do a federal appeal or something. She was trying to do something federal. Yeah. And then the judge was like, good luck. You need my approval and you're not going to get it. So <laughs> he blocked them on top of that. So then my lawyer goes to me, you need to get a restraining order. You should get one, right? Because he can come over whenever he wants. 
you're you're scared you don't know what can happen just to protect yourself and your kids just get it right so i proceed to get one i don't know i don't know what what that this path leads me but i do know i need it because i'm i i'm hiding out on my aunt's house right and he's canadian and he's going back and forth i don't know i don't know when he's coming back and forth i don't know so i um i go get the restraining order the restraining order is not just given to you in Canada you have to go to a trial so then they they notify him he has to go to a trial now they send a date they give him 2 weeks to show up to Canada for this trial he now uh decides to pull Hague law again but through Canada and in Canada now they want nothing to do with this because Yes, the boys and I have been in the states. We were just in Canada for 2 weeks now, 3 weeks, right? This is still November now. Like this is the end of November. Um and then the hearing was the first week of December. So December 9th or 10th, right? This was when the hearing was. And the judge tells me, "You have to go back to New Jersey. That they don't have any jurisdiction. The kids belong in New Jersey and that there's nothing they can do." and that I have until I have to leave December 24th with my kids to go back. So what I do is I say Christmas because I have nowhere to go in New Jersey. Um I have 2 weeks to figure out um where am I going to take my boys? He has taken the house, he has taken the car, he has taken my money, he has taken everything. And I'm forced to go back with the boys by myself with no help. Um In one of our previous episodes, Jennifer referred to the Netflix show The Maid, which is the story of a young woman with two young children who flees an abusive relationship. but she finds herself alone with no resources trying to survive with her kids and that is exactly what Jennifer will have to go through at this point of her story and that's where we will pick up Jennifer's American divorce story in the next episode this was American divorce stories this episode was narrated by Elizabeth Jenkins and produced by Annabel Martinez Vega and Elizabeth Jenkins If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe to get the rest of Jennifer's story and all of our past and future stories. And if you can leave a review on your podcast app, that would just be amazing.